What's up, everybody, and welcome to the show. Today on the podcast, we have a new guest. She is an instructor in the United States Air Force where she is killing it. She's an awesome person, fun to be around. Everybody, welcome my friend, Marla Edwards. This is uh, 2020. I was about to say it's 2018. Where the hell am I? <laughs> like oh, the other day when my friend was at Lackland. <laughs> huh? We were going to the gate and you're like, are you going to give me your ID? <laughs> I was she in a was, fucking I, day. <laughs> she was in the clouds. I was like, hello? <laughs> give me I was telling ID. him about it the other day. He was like, this is the first place I've ever been to where everybody in the car had to show their ID. It's because the Marines be bringing hookers and shit on base. <laughs> Y'all didn't hear that story? Oh, no. The one like stripper from Desiree's. Well, ew. Well, there was an airman in our course that was a little stripper at Desiree's. And then, yeah, some NCOs saw her stripping and they're just like, hold up. Is that airman so-and-so? Oh, and then they shouted it. She was up on the pole and shit. She probably fell and got she a was concussion. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no, no, no. What she think was going to happen in this tiny ass town? She was just trying to make some probably, dollars. It was probably brown. <laughs> I did ask him, though. I was like, you know about the story? He's like, oh, boy, do I? I was like, wait, hold up. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the the video. I I just imagine him at, like, all these fucking redneck shit show things. But the video that was on Facebook about the brawl that happened at the bar mm-hmm. at the Parrot Head. Did oh you see my, it? Oh, my God. It, and, you know, he bought that apartment, like, right behind there. So, yes. he could walk there and, like, stumble home. And it was so ridiculous. They're just, like, like random people jumping in. I was like, where is Brown at this video? <laughs> He's the one see, taking the he video. Just see him. <laughs> no, he would just be video. Oh, get him. Get him. <laughs> she gone. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't. I can't with this spot. Who else? The Marine. Then with the PCP doing LSD and stuff. When they put the two girls in the trunk. Yep. I heard about that mm-hmm. one. They were like the random stop. And when they searched the car, they opened the trunk. And two and girls two people. Like, ah! <laughs> oh, shit. Because <laughs> they was all high as fuck. When it was, uh, what is it called? LSD? Yeah, I think so. LSD or PCP, whatever. Angel dust, whatever it was called. <laughs> Meth. Ooh. Meth is pretty bad around here. Is it really? I'm not surprised. About that. Texas. Tejos. Mm-hmm. It's just a, a mess. Two for, two for $5. Crack <laughs> rock. <laughs> why do you know all these drugs? Tell us. Excuse me. Can you explain why you have no teeth? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> oh, no. Well. I'm going to take a nap, y'all. You got to talk. You got to start. We ain't even started yet. This is just pretend. Because you got to talk about stuff. What are you going to talk about? Do you know about? what you want to talk about? Hmm. Mm, mm, I don't know. Are the options endless? I guess. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Just talk mad shit about everybody. Oh no! <laughs> and like, and so and so. She's busting out a list. What the fuck? <laughs> it's like I'm trying to convince her to tell a story where she threw a chair at a lieutenant. I'm not she doing won't. that one. <laughs> Why not? No. Why? Why? Why would I do that? That's awesome. I'm yeah. not implicating myself. No. Not doing We're starting with that story. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the Tell Me Something podcast. I'm your host, Cruz Robbie Villanueva, and then the other host. Hi, I'm Holly. Holly Villanueva. Sure, that's my name. You and guys then, should know that by now. We're on like episode ten. <laughs> no, we're on episode. This will be. We're gonna have to start over because I fucked it up. This is nine. No, and then we have here with us 
Marla Edwards. Hey, y'all. That was ugly. <laughs> <laughs> what was ugly? Me. My voice. Oh, I can't deal with this. I can't. We were already talking about the the three voices. It's going to sound weird no matter what until you get used to it. That's true. Nope. But I mean, how often do you hear your own voice on a recording? I don't know. Never. Rarely. Not never. When we listen back to the podcast in my car, I hate it. Like, I hate listening to myself talk. Oh, well. Like, once he publishes it and it's official, I try to listen to it just to see, like, the goods and bads. But I struggle to listen to myself talk. It's okay. You sound nice. Sound you sound nice. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> now, back to you throwing a chair at a lieutenant. No! <laughs> Just start off with a bang, right? Fuck yeah. Oh, no. Well, you was see that here? here. Huh? Was that here? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. It wasn't here. Man, if it was here, I don't think I'd be here right now. You throw <laughs> objects frequently. No, I don't. Hey. No, I don't. She All does right? not. That is a lie. <laughs> that is a lie. All right? So, um, hmm. It's like super short story, though. I told you. It wasn't even that long. That's okay. That's all right. Tell, um, the, tell the world. Tell the world? Okay, I guess I'll tell the world. World. Um, so, world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not really a big thing. Pretty much, s- some inappropriate things was said. Won't repeat those words, and I didn't like it. Like to you, or yes, it was to me. Oh shit! Yeah, and it was like, well, okay, so it wasn't just like I'm not the only female that worked at this particular area, um, but it was like constantly said to like other people, and then came to me, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not the one for this. So, uh I just got super irritated and I just like grabbed the chair and I just went slam WWE right here. That's about it. You actually hit him? Yeah. Connection. Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, that was a little dramatic on my part, so I'm past those stages now. All right. That was Airman. That was <laughs> Did you Airman get in trouble for it? All right. Huh? Did you get in trouble for it? No. Nice. So the LT learned But I mean, lesson. if you're for lack of a better term, like somewhat being sexually harassed and you do something Mm -hmm. and then they're like oh you hit a lieutenant and you're like well do you want to go full speed with this they're like okay like hey lt how about we just don't say that anymore Mm -hmm. because it's i don't know you handled it at your level that's right (laughs) it didn't go up higher than that (laughs) (laughs) do what your stripes can handle (laughs) i'm sure my stripes could have not handled that but i don't know scot free i guess i don't know so but yeah, after that, it was good at that point, I guess. So, point heard. That couldn't have been that long ago. Huh? Was it a while back? I mean, I haven't been in that long, though. So How long se- have you been in? Seven years. So with, You with got some time behind years. you? Not really. I don't think so. Especially here. Here and everybody's like, oh, I've been in for like Take us down your memory lane years. for the Air Force. My memory 15 lane. 15 years. 15? Yeah. Is that how long you've been in? Yep. God, dog. <laughs> you almost there. Almost. I, I got four and a half years left. Man, that's nice. Nope. I got an eternity. That's fine. It'll pass so fast, though. Yeah. Really? I always hear people say that. I'm over here just struggle busting. This is what I say. Um, the years pass really fast, but the days yeah. seem like they take forever. Hmm. Like, it feels like yesterday took 20 hours, but then you're like, oh, shit, it's 2020. I thought it was still 2018. <laughs> <laughs> Me five minutes ago. Welcome right. to 2018. <laughs> what? Where am I? No, time has certainly flown by. But, yeah, sometimes it just drags ass. But it's the days. Like, 
in general, the weeks and months go by, the years go by really quickly, but yeah. the days feel like they take a really long time. That is time. true, though, because in hindsight, I'm like, oh, dang, I've already been there for seven years. I'm kind of surprised. Well, almost. Not even the seven years yet. Yeah. Oh, you haven't hit seven? No, seven will be in November this year. Son of a bitch. I'm new. I'm a new, new, uh, I was about to say new booty. I guess I could say that. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so what all have you done in your career when you go to tech school? Tech school? Well, I came here in uh, t- 2014. So January 2014, I was here getting pushed off that little bus. That was so embarrassing. Oh, Damn. my God. Hot mess express. Actually, that is pretty funny, though. So we got shuttled from Lackland. I'm pretty sure yeah. good old Cruz over here yelled at me while we were at Lackland, but we won't talk about that. Um, <laughs> no, let's talk about it because I think you're lying. <laughs> I'm not. I swear. I was like, the day I saw tell you. Tell the whole story because when you tell it, it's funnier than when I try to. What? About oh, the, about getting the phone. Oh, yes. that, was, that is pretty funny, though. All right. So backtracking before me getting to tech school. So I was in ba- uh, basic. Um what squadron was I in? 320th, I think. I'm pretty sure. So I'm over here, and some girl was like, my wingman was going through some things, right? So I guess they brought the MFLAC, I want to say. I don't know who it was at that point, but uh, they brought this lady. She came up out of nowhere, and she turns to me and the girl that I'm with, and she's like, hey, I got to talk to her real quick. So I need you to get out this room. I'll and then just, you know, just to leave us to talk by ourselves. I was like, um, ma'am, you sent me up for failure. Why are you doing this to me right now? And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, I step out this door. I swear I'm going to get yelled at. And it's not going to be a good day. Yeah. Just to clarify, because you're supposed to have a wingman with you at all times, mm-hmm. so wherever you, never you go. Be alone. Yeah. Yeah. Should yep. never be alone. Ever. Not and ever. It, no. And it and, was me and her. And the girl, like Marla's wingman at this point. Was going to talk to the equivalent of like a counselor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I, I just didn't know who the heck this was. Again, I mean, you guys know. Y'all have been there. So, basic, it's just a whole cluster of things happening at a time. So, I don't know who the heck it was, but I told the lady, I was like, please don't make me go outside this room. I was like, please don't do this to me. I was like, I'll just stand in this corner. I'm not going to listen to what y'all are saying. I was like, don't, don't do this to me. She's like, it's okay. Just hit the door. Just like, just stand right outside of the door. And if you start getting yelled at, just slam like your fist on the door or something like that. I was like, all right, full send, let's go. About to ruin my day. So I go out, swear to God, like five seconds after that door shuts down, six people just start swarming <laughs> me. And I could swear it was you, <laughs> you, <laughs> and like five other MTIs. They're like, why are you by yourself? I'm over here just like, <laughs> just confused as hell. Oh. And then the M flat comes out and she's like, don't yell at her. It's my fault. And I swear somebody started yelling at her. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking felt, MTIs. We yell at anybody. <laughs> anybody get it. Yeah. She's like, excuse me. And that's all I heard. And then I guess y'all stopped. So yeah. poor lady and poor me. That sounds like a fun time. I hope it was me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure. Yeah. For those that don't know, an MTI is uh, the equivalent of a drill sergeant in the Army or in the Marine Corps or whatever. So, so I think I yelling at people that you see in movies. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I did that for four years. I mean, y'all did your job correctly that day, so whatever, it's fine. Let me tell you a funny story about when he was a TI, and then we'll go back to when you were getting like off the this. bus. Story time, let's go. Oh, <laughs> when I was, so this had to be like 2013. 2012, 2013, because I was pregnant with Elena. So it's cold outside. I was wearing a fleece, which is like the outer jacket to your uniform. 
Um, and you don't get them in basic training. You get like this really crappy jacket that's like a raincoat situation. It's what it, it's trash. Bag. Trash. <laughs> and so I have on a fleece, and it's like I want to say December. Um, and Elena was born in January, so I was that pregnant. So I go, he was on CQ and I was going to take him food because he couldn't leave his post at CQ. So I go in to take him food and I was going to go back to work. And as I was leaving, like three TIs start yelling at me Mm. and they're like, uh, what are you doing with like, where'd you get that fleece? That's not authorized. I was like, first off, (laughs) I am pregnant as hell. Why are y'all yelling? Knowing I'm not in basic training when I'm this fat. Second off. You think just a little baby airman gets a fleece and throws some staff sergeant straps on there and starts running around the damn squadron? <laughs> and they were like, oh, my bad. And I'm like, I have your coworker's name on my chest, staff sergeant stripes, eight months pregnant, and all y'all going to try to be funny guys and yell at me. Yes. And I just, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> just gave them the bird and walked away. <laughs> Make me all frustrated. They were probably new. <laughs> You yell at whoever whenever you're, you know. Hey, you! Get over here! Here's like, my chance. Here's my chance. <laughs> See, but get I know y'all probably are like, if they flinch, we know we got them. We know who it is. <laughs> we know yeah. that's a little, a brand new little airman. Yeah, it's not fun if you keep your bearing. So. You're like, huh? <laughs> you're like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Watch you shaking in your boots. <laughs> that was me. Hot Mess Express. I don't think any really, yeah. nothing's really changed since then. Still Hot Mess. <clears throat> so then what happened? You got on the bus to go to tech school. Oh, yeah. I guess like fast forward, right? Whatever. My stories is all over the place. Um, once I graduate, you know, uh, BMT, get here to uh, Goodfellow. I'm on the bus and, you know, like, well, for us, we bring like all your little belongings in that green duffel bag. Yep. Did you um, have to be in blues? We had nah. to be in full service when we uh-uh. traveled. No, nah, I was in ABUs. I, I think I was in blues, too. I was in ABUs. Um, but I also, you know, have been in since the dark ages. So, you know, <laughs> things have changed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I'm on the bus or whatever, and I'm getting off. And I'm small as hell. Obviously, you guys see me. I am, what, 5'1", 130. And uh, <laughs> 130 pounds. And uh, I'm carrying this big old, my whole life, with me in this duffel bag. Yep. Tell me why I start getting off this bus some i'm pretty sure it was an mtl yelled at me i'm like "Eh," and i fell off the damn bus (laughs) (laughs) and then yes i was like i just wasn't expecting it i fell off the damn bus and i have my whole life on my back so So i'm over here standing on the i'm over here on the ground like a damn cockroach just help me jesus Oh, uh, my God. That was my start here at Goodfellow. And then nice. fast forward. Now I'm an instructor. Look at that. Uh, the come up is <laughs> you real. Be, you should be yelling at him off the bus to make him. <laughs> I was there. Have you ever seen that movie, A Christmas Story? Yes. You know the little kid where he has all those layers of jackets <laughs> and he falls me. over? Like, that's all I can picture. <laughs> that uh, was me. Help me. <laughs> and those oversized uniforms that you have because they haven't been tailored from basic. Yeah. Uh, just, just dead on the ground. <laughs> not one person on that bus helped me and they saw me just struggling on the damn ground seriously now, yes <laughs> i was like then we just leave bmt y'all already forgot about this like <laughs> start before help somebody. nope nope none wingman what is that we gone that's funny that's so sad i've been yeah. cracking up i probably would have helped you up, but i'd be laughing first i was literally <laughs> just getting stared at they're like get up what's wrong with you just like damn i, I can't like <laughs> i would have like got a up already on the back of a yes shell. i'm just over here just 
and the straps was so tight so i couldn't even take it off <laughs> you're oh such a disaster <laughs> i've always been this way i don't know why so this you leave like tech that. school and go to hmm? you were only ever at moody yeah i said moody good old moody air force base moody peeps you better be listening they're probably not <laughs> that's they're your only other duty station that's it i was there for what five years almost yeah probably like a couple weeks shy from the five years when did you put on staff um 2018 end of 2018 i didn't make it my first time before somebody says i'm a fast burner mm. didn't do that i was just a senior M for fun. did you make btz no what is that what's btz blow his own who what knows you, what that's that what is you promote early. <laughs> <laughs> if you're like either one really good at like playing favorites or two just a huge kiss ass to everyone who you need to be oh oh the scandal oh kiss ass ooh, the scandal <laughs> <laughs> no nope didn't get that um i don't know i just i feel like i'm not a really good test taker but the grace of god i made it last time so i don't know that's what you say when you don't know shit huh yeah sometimes yeah i can i can bs my way around a lot of things though <laughs> I'm just messing with you. You know the thing? So it took me three times to make staff, three times to make tech, and I didn't make, um, I didn't get BTZ either. And my thing, this is like going to be out for the world wide web now, is I fucking hate history. Like, I don't care what happened before I was born. <laughs> I don't care what happened. Like, like I don't care what year a certain battle was fought on like a mountaintop in some random place. Um, so when I'm testing for promotion, I normally skip that whole fucking section. <laughs> like <laughs> she said, what is this? <laughs> that's exactly what I do. And it's so bad, but I think that's a huge part in why it took me so long to promote, but sideline to that. Um, and this is for like all the, people who listen that's leadership focused i just don't see why like those things will make me a better fill in the blank next rank like why does me knowing how far it was the first flight in history how far that flight was how is that going to make me a better tech sergeant and in my opinion it's not like if, if you're asking me about the enlisted promotion system or afis or our regulations and stuff like that like that's going to help me be a better mm -hmm. tech sergeant but knowing who the seventh Medal of Honor winner is, like, that has nothing to do with how I'm going to be as a supervisor. And that's why I get frustrated with promotion tests. You mean you don't need to know that stuff? It's you not, do if you want to make rank. Oh, but well, you don't. Staff <laughs> to make life. you better. <laughs> I don't know. I love history. so. I, I mean, I try. Like, I try to retain it. The but test will be like, on October 6, 1971, who was standing outside in the rain? And you're like, ooh. Mm. Me. C. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's always C. Yeah. If in doubt, see it out. Right? Is that the same? I don't know. I don't know. What am I saying? I just take turns. Like the ones I don't know. The first one A, the second one B. She does that to a fault where she knows that third answer is right. But if it's the same as the last two, so it's like B, B, and then that next answer is also B, but she'll change it just because she don't want to have three in a row. Too many Bs in a row. So uh, something's even though she here. knows it's the right answer. <laughs> I do that's bad i that's a fact but so like air force time for you guys who listen from the air force so if you ever read the m mkts mtks whatever that acronym is 
there's a breakdown about testing. So one thing that I always do and well, I guess I just recently started doing it in the last two times I tested because I didn't know was the A, B's, C's and D's of promotion tests have to be mm-hmm. equally distributed. Um, which I didn't know. So now at the end of my test, I'll make columns and I'll count how many A's I have, how many B's, how many C's and how many D's. And if it's like 23 to 27 ish, I'll leave it. But if one's like 30 and one's like 22, I know somewhere I've got my answers mixed because there's such a big gap there. I'm getting learnt. I didn't know that. So they have to be like in a, in a range. So Hmm. equally distributed. So 25, 25, 25. But if some of them are like, 23 26 type of deal i don't mm. think too much about it but if one of them were super high then i'm like Ooh, maybe i seed it out too much oh okay all right <laughs> that's not bad hey i learned uh, something i'm glad i don't have to test anymore that must be nice yeah. well we'll see how it goes for me next year might be tech arm for life <laughs> hey it's okay take it out all right but i mean that's pros and cons right because my decorations are classified, so all they say is, like, she got a joint service comp. But decorations don't count for the next rank. But they look at your decks in promotion boards. No, they don't. They don't? Since when? They're not They're not looking at decks. It's just, like, EPRs and stuff? That's yeah. It? Just EPRs? What? I'm mm. pretty sure. Oh, no. I thought they looked at everything. Your decks, your serve. Oh, airman concept. No? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm telling wrong. But I thought your decks were I might be at. wrong too, but I, I was under the assumption that decks were no longer being looked at for the next mm. week. Well, must Dang. be nice to be Texas. Nobody right knows. Now. <laughs> must be nice. Yeah. We telling you wrong. We bringing you up wrong. <laughs> oh, don't tell me that. <laughs> but I mean, these are changes from last, what is new as last year or as yeah. recent as last year. That's not bad. So, I don't no. know. We'll see. It's okay. We'll see what happens. That's fine. Did you deploy out of uh, Moody? Yeah, I went two times. Yeah, deployed twice. Uh, first time was to Turkey. So it was originally supposed to be Kuwait. That's not a deployment. I was about to say that. I was like, <laughs> what's supposed to be Kuwait? And then we moved over to Turkey. Um, and then after Turkey, I was at home for about six months. And then I deployed again. I went to Jordan. Oh, nice. Um, oh, my God. It's actually a really, really nice country, surprisingly. So, Because um, you can go off base and stuff. Uh, I was only there for about three months now <laughs> story time look at that uh so so surprisingly enough though so obviously when you're a female for you know i'm su- expecting people that aren't in the military to listen to this too right um you have to get tested when you're a female to see if you're if you're pregnant or whatever right so i got that done two weeks or like a week before i was leaving i was like okay cool you're not pregnant so i was there for about three months i was like man third month hit i was like man i feel like i got food poisoning or something i feel like trash so i go to the little uh tent uh medical tent out there and they're like um they're like could you be pregnant i was like i don't know maybe if y'all did your job right the first time i don't know maybe who knows so um gave me a pregnancy test they're like yeah you're pregnant and then i just like went off the handle me always going off the handle again uh i was like what i got two anthrax shots by that point in time and I was freaking pregnant, so I was back on back home about like a week later. So Jeez. yeah, six <laughs> flights later, I was home. So damn, mm-hmm. back with the big old bags again. So <laughs> they're like, congratulations, <laughs> yeah, man. Oh my gosh, I got the ugliest stares though when I was getting the test done in Jordan. They're just like, Ugh, she's one of those girls. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm not. I just got here not too long ago. <laughs> 
yeah. Uh, what did your husband say? Oh, so were you guys trying to get pregnant? No, not really. Um, but you was, wasn't not trying. Yeah. So it was just like. <laughs> 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 it was just like surprise so i wasn't upset and i wasn't like whatever i was like yeah all right cool all right awesome so i called him and i was like hey so you remember those times i told you that i thought i had food poisoning surprise i'm pregnant he's like say what <laughs> get the hell out of here i was like i'll see you next week baby <laughs> <laughs> oh man and he's like oh my god so yeah and we weren't stationed together at that time either so, because Jack and I were uh, separated. So, I was at Moody. So, Valdosta, Georgia. And then he was about two and a half hours away in Robbins, Warner Robbins area. So, I got back home. You were separated, like, geographically or, geographically. like, in your relationship? No, no, no. Just geographically. Like, oh. Because mm-hmm. Jack joined, like, maybe, like, four years before I did. So, he was already, you know, a little crusty crust by the time I, I joined. So, um, I was already at Robbins. So, when I get back, obviously, we're still like separated geographically not relationship wise um so we applied for the joint spouse because we had applied for it before but just nothing ever went through um then as soon as i got pregnant like immediately like hey surprise you got orders to moody so he's like oh okay cool i guess i'm moving so he went down there and then we got a house and everything so i was like almost about to have mark though so i think it was like american dream yeah i was like i think like maybe two months from having him by the time he moved down there so so how did you guys meet? Oh, we met in high school. Hey, baby. Hey. He better be listening, right? Whenever this comes out. Where'd you go to high school at? Uh, in Florida. So I went to a little nerdy school, Atlantic Tech Magnet High School. That's too, that's too long of a that's name. A, that sounds fancy. Not really. Magnet? Like, yeah, it was was a magnet. it a science school? Um, No, but okay. So the thing, the real cool thing about this little high school, so you do all your actual like high school credits. I think by your sophomore year and like we're halfway through your junior year. And then after that, so you're done with all your high school credits, you're done. And then you get an associate's degree with like whatever program that they have there. Yeah. So I took a paralegal. So I was actually a, a certified like paralegal for the state of Florida what? by the time I graduated high school. So, and then I realized I was like, this is trash. I hate this. So <laughs> I decided not to continue that. I think maybe like a year after joining college, though. Cause I was planning on being a lawyer, but oh, shit. that ain't funny. That would be funny. Uh, <laughs> excuse me, Your Honor. Uh, let me tell you, this fucker. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, you know what? This is not for me. Yeah, I'm just flapping the handle too much. We would have no, like, Your Honor. That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I object, but I didn't even say anything. I know you're about to come up with some bullshit, so yeah, yeah. I object. You about to say some stupid. <laughs> You know, when you said you met in high school, immediately I was thinking, that's bullshit. He did not come from California. No. And then then when you said you went to high school in Florida, I was like, oh, that makes more sense. (laughs) Like, you just flying right out loud. No. What what part of Florida is that? Uh, South Florida. So, we lived, like, I always say Miami to everybody, but that's that's a lie. It was, like, 20 minutes away from Miami. Mm. I lived in the Broward area. Uh, So, what is it? Sunrise, plantation type type deal so so you went to high school in florida and mm-hmm. you she just said california you grew up in california Mm-mm, i was born in cali oh i lived there until i was like she talks like she's from or something all gangsta really from cali thug life so me. where did you grow up you were born right in california and you grew up all the way in florida yep so i lived in california until i was like three or four years old and my family i don't know for some odd reason they're like let's just migrate to florida 
Uh, the whole family yeah like everybody like the whole troop went out my aunts cousins everybody i was like what oh, is going shit. on here yeah so we all Sounds moved like they're running from the law maybe who knows? <laughs> witness <laughs> maybe protection who knows? you didn't even know <laughs> <laughs> i was like guess whatever so we moved down to south florida and then my sister joined the military um and my parents, obviously, we all went to Lackland to go to BMT graduation. My parents fell in love with Texas. And they're just like, hey, we're going to randomly move to Texas. I was like, what is going on here? That's why. You, San Antonio? You joined out of Dallas, right? Yep. I joined out of oh, Dallas. Yeah. Yep. So um, by the, whenever I graduated high school, I moved to Texas. I lived in like the Arlington, Dallas area. I lived there. And then I went to University of Texas. Uh-huh. Longhorns? No shit. <laughs> Hook them. Let me stop. Um, so I went there for Wait, a little bit. How long did you go with it? Uh, like a year, oh, maybe. Yeah. That's so. enough to claim Longhorns. That's right. Nice. Mm-hmm, I didn't know mm-hmm. that. No? Okay. Well, you, you learn. You learn. Yeah. So I went there for a little bit. And um, so, yeah. So then I just joined out of uh, out of Dallas. So Why did you stop going to college? Yeah, I'm poor. Real poor. <laughs> you just didn't go because of money or because... Yeah, it was money. Oh, I mean, I guess we can get deep here now. Man, it was just like a snowball effect as to how I am here. Um, Let's hear it. Oh, uh, what's it called? <laughs> so the whole... Well, I already knew about the military and everything like that by my sister. She enlisted and everything, but she was like, hey, be smart. Go the officer route. Yeah. She was like, all right, cool. So I listened to her. I went to college. I started doing ROTC for... Um, uh, UT. I did that for a little bit, but then like family stuff was going on. So my mom and my dad actually separated around that time. Um, so I just started like working a ton. I was working like I was working at Chick Fil A, uh, Lord's Chicken. What's Mm-mm. up? It's so. my pleasure. Well, you gotta, you gotta be nice to work there. <laughs> do they make you I say am. that? They yes. Bring, it's my pleasure. Yes. They brainwash you. They don't bring. How they do they do it? You. They give you more money. That's it. Yeah, because you know how, like, McDonald's and stuff, like, they pay, like, the bare minimum wage. Yeah. Chick-fil-A gives you, like, a little bit extra. I think I was getting paid, like, nine bucks at that time instead of seven fifty. Yeah. Right? Maybe that, that sounds about right for, like, the yeah, minimum it, wage. Yeah. So, I was getting paid more. Yeah. So, that's probably why you get, like, my pleasure. <laughs> I love you. Let me get you all these things. So, yeah. So, I don't know. So, I was working there, like, a ton. So, I was just, my grades started slipping. I lost my scholarship. I was like, dog, I can't do this anymore. So I dropped out of the ROTC program. And then I started going to school half-time, part-time, whatever, um, just to work more, to pay for the house. I was paying for a four-bedroom house out in Dallas area, brand new. I was broke as hell. I was like, I can't do this forever. By yeah. yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because my dad dipped out, and he was the only one that was working. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. So my mom wasn't working at the time. So I was like, well, my sister was still in the military, so... It was just me at that point. So I was like, well, I guess I got to pay for this or else I'm going to be homeless. So I paid for the uh, the house. So I was like, I'm just going to quit school. So I just dropped out. And then uh, I think I stayed working probably like mm, probably another year, close to another year. Um, I was like 22 at that point, uh, paying off for the house. And I was like, I'm like going nowhere. I was just like working at Chick-fil-A. And I just like worked at some other place. I was like, dog, I, this is this is trash. I'm not happy. So I just ended up enlisting at Dallas. And I was like, dude, you know what? I'm so happy I did this because I was just miserable. It was yeah. terrible. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. So when you walked into recruiters, uh, like how long before you actually left for basic? Another year. Almost, yeah. yeah, it was uh, another year because, well, obviously, 
Um, I knew a little bit more than like the average civilian. Mostly because like hearsay from my sister, yeah. and I would just ask her to. But she was just like, "Hey, don't just accept a job off the bat. You go services, yeah, or security forces." Yeah, so she's like, "Tell me what they offer you first, and then I'll be like, all right. So the first thing that she offered me was maintenance. And then I told my sister, I was like, honestly, I don't really care what it is at this point. I'm like, I just want to go. And she's like, hell no. She's like, you're going to say that now. Yeah. Don't do that. So I waited. So I was like, no, I'll wait that. I'll wait for another contract. And then Intel popped up like way almost a year later. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll do that. Now I'm here. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I'm yeah. like, whenever I hear people talk like, I mean, granted, I know we all like BS and like, oh, I can't stand the military. Eee. Just like, you know, whatever. It's the best thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> it really is. It, for real, like for me. Me too. Yeah. Like I lived in, what is it? I always pull up my old little house that I grew up in in Florida. I lived in the ghetto, like for real. Yeah, buddy. It was, oof, it was bad. Like people think South Florida, oh man, South Beach. Oh no. <laughs> nope. I lived in the hood and um, it, I think that if I wouldn't have gotten... Um, in the military at that point or shoot even if my sister wouldn't have gotten into the military because I didn't know anything about it until she joined because yeah. she was like the first person to join Um, we probably would have been like just living trash and struggling yeah just struggling just like not doing anything better so I'm like super super like granted I'm not like the typical hey go blue yeah. but I will say like hey I mean if you want stability you want to do something better for yourself and you don't know what Doing the military. I mean, we got contracts for a reason, right? So if you don't like it, yeah. do something else at that point. Yeah. So that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Is Good your time, is your sister still in? No, she got out. So she's um, so she just did a an enlistment. Um, she ended up using her GI Bill. And now she's a social worker for a detention facility out in uh, Florida. She works in Tampa. Is she so. the one where her son did a backflip? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my poor little baby, my little nephew. So for everybody listening, obviously you guys can't see the video, but my little nephew fell. Uh, he wasn't listening to my sister and he just fell off the couch. He just went bloop, bloop, little loop-de-loop. <laughs> he was like so stiff. Like he just went like a pencil. And it's just like he doop, meant doop. to do it. <laughs> my sister's reaction after she the She jumped up though. so fast and then she was just like, I damn told yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> she's just like shaking her head. She's like, I told you not to do that. <laughs> but yeah, funny. good old social worker though. Man. Does she like it? She does. She's like, so. I feel like it would be such a hard job. Oh, my gosh. She says that all the time, but she, like, thinks it's, like, so good. Rewarding. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's rewarding. You're going to love it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I feel like she needs to get paid more, though, for what she deals with, for real. Oh, no. I don't know if you're, you're well, yeah, probably. But, I mean, if you're happy doing that stuff and it fulfills you, like, Mm -hmm. at that point, money. Yeah, she's pretty happy with it. Um, She likes it, though, so like huge like huge change from what she was like because she joined she was baby she joined when she was 17 oh shit yeah so that's, that's holly mm-hmm. so she whenever she got out she's like uh had a lot of life yeah, yeah basically <laughs> and then she ended up moving oh, i kind of left this out but whenever my dad left um she ended up moving into the house where where i was at so that's kind of like how we were able to see a flow because she started working after the fact and we were praying for the house and stuff so um but we were just living it up, maybe, I guess. It was struggle bus, but we was partying and stuff. What did she do? <laughs> partying, yeah. Struggling, partying. That's the, they, they, go, that, they go what, hand in hand, that don't one, they? Uh, isn't that Flo Rida song? Like, I can't make my rent, but I'm going to go hard or something like that. I don't know. What is <laughs> yeah. it? Like, I couldn't I pay know, my I don't rent. listen to that music. Oh. 
Oh, well then. Well. Yeah, that was my <laughs> life too before joining. I was like struggling like a motherfucker. But That's hey, it. I was. That was me. I was having a blast That's with it. all my buddies going nowhere. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Just struggling out here. Mm-mm-mm. What did uh, what did your sister do in the in the Air Force? Some like I think she was like a med tech. I want to say or like I forget. Ooh, something she just medical. had to have people. Yeah, so, yeah, something something like that. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I sometimes feel like. Have you had a student come to you? This is just a random thought. Have you had a student come to you and like drop all their medical problems on you? <laughs> like I feel like I'm a med tech sometimes. Like, oh, go to the clinic. Why are you telling me these things? <laughs> Uh, were you there when the your mama? when the blood story happened with Hog? Blood story? Oh man, this is the best one. Oh no! So one of the instructors we work with, um, he—I don't even know how to explain him, but he like doesn't people, and <laughs> <laughs> and one of his students were like, "Hey, can I talk to you in the hallway?" And so he's like, "Yeah, sure. What's up?" And the student was like, "I need to go to medical," and he was like, "Cool, whatever. Like that's it. Go. See ya." And in normal people, they'd be like, cool, I'm going to go to the doctor. This kid is like, well, my butt's bleeding. Oh. <laughs> and he was like, oh, no. Oh, just go. <laughs> he just took off down the hallway. He didn't even know what to do. He's like, I just left him standing there. <laughs> like, what, why would you say that out loud to somebody who's not a medical professional? <laughs> I wouldn't feel comfortable telling that to anybody. Like. Mm-hmm. He had to no. get it out. <laughs> so he was yeah. getting something out. Yeah. I don't know what's going on out here. I don't, I don't know. know. No. He probably expected it like, yo, that happened to me once too, man. <laughs> it's all it's all right. You can it's be normal. okay. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> Just take this and you'll be good, all right? That's it. Oh, no. That's not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's funny. It's a mess, though. Like, some, t- some of the things <laughs> that the students say to me, it's just like, oh, man. I think the most uncomfortable I've ever been and this is like way TMI, but I'm going to say it anyway, because why not? Was I was walking down the hallway and I saw this student. And even if they're not your students, you kind of get familiar with like the mm-hmm. faces. So, you know, when someone's like out of place. Well, there was this airman and she was an ABU's. Um, and she just looked lost. And I was like, can I help you with something? Like, is everything okay? And she just hiked her leg up like a dog, like she's about to pee. And there's just blood everywhere. And she's like, uh, I don't know what to do. And I was like, oh, why you hike your leg up? I was like, stand normal. Use your words. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I'm a one and eight. And I don't want to go back upstairs to my instructor. I was like, just give me a 341 and beat it, nerd. <laughs> like, like, go back to the dorms. So I just took it up. I was like, I don't even know what's happening with your students. I just got a leg hiked to me like a dog. She's going to the dorms to change clothes. Oh, no. But it was just in the middle of the hallway. She was like, oh, oh, no, ma'am. Like, yeah, the same thing. Like, use your words. Like, uh, I need to go change clothes. Like, being a female, I would have got it right away. That's it. Like, that's, that is it. But, oh, man. Oh, no. I feel like whenever, I don't, I don't know why, but it's like, even if you join at a later, like, stage in your life, whenever you wear that airman rank, like, some people just wilding out. They just forget all things about life. Like, when I was here as an airman, oh, my God, this is so funny. It kind of goes with that, what you just said about the girl. Um, when I was here, we were, we used to do that whole, like, mega flight thing. We just marched all together to class. So we were doing that. And this one girl that was in the back with me, she's over here just struggling for life. She's, like, looking like something hurt. And, I, and we get to the schoolhouse, and I was like, yo, what is wrong with you? I was like, you Okay. She's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. And I was like, okay, cool. So I didn't think anything of it. And then, like, maybe, like, uh, a week later or so, um, 
she's still struggling for life just acting you know like something hurts and i was like dude all right something's wrong with you like did you tell anybody like what's happening she's like well um I got bit by a spider, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, um, okay, you got bit by a spider? She's like, yeah, look, and then she raises her arm, and, like, I see, like, no lie, like, a little, like, not oh. little, but it was, like, two big old holes, swear God, that thing looked like it was rotted, and it was disgusting, oh, I was like. It was probably a brown recluse. Yes, and I was like, girl, go to the doctor. She's like, I'm gonna get washed back. I was like, your arm's gonna fall off. <laughs> like, <laughs> Do you want to like, do this class again yeah, or like, let you lose your arm? I'm like, or you want to lose your arm and stay with your class? Like, what, what's, what is happening here? She's like, I guess I'll go to medical. I was like, yes. <laughs> like, what do you mean you guess? Go now. What's wrong with you? Ugh. Dude, there's, and that's crazy how, like, students, <clears throat> excuse me, how students, like, jeopardize their health because of something trivial is, like, getting washed back or missing a couple no. of days. They're scared of being extended. In PMT, that shit happens a lot. Yeah. People will refuse to go to medical over something serious. With, like, broken bones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a kid. My first week here, mm-hmm. uh, so I was, like, um, smq or whatever in one of the classrooms, and this kid was walking around with the cast on his legs. I was like, so what happened to you? He's like, oh, I broke my ankle in BMT. I was like, In BMT? When? He's like, yeah, it was during Beast. So that's, like, two weeks before they graduate. So he was walking around with a freaking broken ankle and didn't get seen until he went to tech school. He's like, yeah, I was not going to stay any uh, – any longer in BMT. Oh, oh my gosh. Broken ankle. Yeah. I broke my pinky toe when I was in BMT, but that wasn't a big Just deal. Just tape that together. That's all yeah, I did. Yeah, I was like, that's it. That's all I did. But so, God, funny wait. story about BMT or about tech school. <laughs> so, when I was here, I came through here. I was in basic August to October. So, like October until May time frame, 07 to 08. And we marched. Um, from the old school dorms on Goodfellow, which is like all the way around the base. You have to go like Mm -hmm. out to the main road all the way down. Like it's a long ways. And then after school, we would have to stand outside and wait to make a flight back. I remember that. So, you know, when you come out of the door to our building and you look left, there's just like a, probably like an eight foot of grass that Mm -hmm. like lines down the building before you get to the troop walk. So we would all stand there and we all had like, I mean, Let's be honest, tech school is like high school. Mm-hmm. So we had like our little cliques that we hung out with. And then when the MTL showed up, we would all like disperse to our flights mm-hmm. to march. Um, but I was talking with one of my friends. <laughs> I was talking with one of my friends one day. And this is just a story about how you get yelled out about shit that you have no control over. <laughs> but I was talking to one of my friends one day and her last name is, well, no, I was talking to my friend Amanda, but I had another friend and her last name's Itson. Edson I don't know anyways it looks like Edison I always called her Thomas because it looked like Thomas Edison <laughs> I still call her Thomas and to this everybody day. calls her Edison or so, says Edison until so she corrects him I just oh call him I just call her Thomas well I was talking to my friend Amanda and I was like oh let me tell Thomas and I turned and at the time she was like fake punching like she was just raising hell about class and she fake punched and she drilled me right in the fucking face <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking my nose started bleeding and everything Dang. so I like, grabbed my hat off and I'm like trying to catch blood so it's not like going everywhere as so I'm like running in the building to the fucking bathroom and the MTLs start chewing my ass before I can even get in the building they're like what the fuck are you doing like what are you doing your nose starts bleeding standing here and I'm like I don't want to tell them that she just punched me in the face <laughs> and so they're just yelled they're like you're gonna be all right take some napkins and i'm like marching back to the dorms just like profusely reading from my nose uh, and i'm like and your hat your hat has some blood in it too <laughs> <laughs> it was such a disaster and 
Oh man, that's like that's my main memory from being in tech school. <laughs> like, but the way I became friends with Thomas was we were in the same. She washed out of Intel school. She just didn't want to do it. But we were in um, the same class, and we both washed back. And we called it Washback Wednesday. Aww. And so every Wednesday, we would just like wow out, full up. And I was like 17. She may have been like a few years older than me. But we would just wilding out all the time. And we just stayed friends through forever. Like I, And then she was a T.I. with Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you better watch her. She's going to be punching everything in the face. Just boom. You'll be all right. Just throw napkins. Because you know how like when sometimes you're just talking, you're like... Mm. And yeah, mm-hmm. I just turned. She's like, Too. I was like, oh no. At good time. Good timing right there. Uh, Man. She must school. have a she must have a strong, I strong don't hook, know though. What, I don't know what happened, but she for like the next forever, she was always like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. It was an accident. But Bitch. <laughs> oh man. But, no, yeah. that's a, that's so sad. Oh no! But that's how stupid it was because we had to just stand outside in the Texas heat, waiting to march back, or oh, in the Texas that. cold in like December. I was here January to July, I think, or January to June. However long the course was, I want to say June. So it was hot as hell out here. Mm-hmm. I was here for the end of March to the beginning of May. <laughs> Dang, that Six must whole be nice. Weeks. You know what he did? He took a keyboarding <laughs> class. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much all it was. J K L. I don't know. <laughs> was it like how to type right? <laughs> Were you at work the other day when the person who sits behind me started being like, "Oh, I was a one in six. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But like, why though? I wasn't even. Oh, I'm so done with our flight. Like, if I'm not talking to you, I do not want you to be in my conversation. Why do you keep saying words like mind your business? <laughs> I feel like that's like a maybe it's like an intel thing, but even like at my old office, like we all just like. Oh yeah, I know about that. Like, bro, yeah, you were like ten you. miles away. Like, why are you in my conversation? Shut the now? fuck up. Yeah, I was like rude as hell. Like, get away from me. Ugh, that is annoying though. Ugh, I don't like that. I don't like when people do that. We do that all the time. I feel don't like you say we. Don't you put me in this? I'm putting you in this. <laughs> I feel like it's not bad if it's somebody you have rapport with, right? That's like, true. That's true. Like if I hear you and Nicole talking and I just want to jump in, like that's I don't fine. care, I'm gonna jump in, yeah, right? That's normal. But if I'm talking to you about something and then somebody just puts in their two cents, like, ugh, was anybody talking to you? Who no. are you? No, yeah. I get it. You've yeah. been here for exactly since breakfast. Why are you talking? <laughs> <laughs> no. Exactly, since breakfast. I no, like man. that. That's good. Good comebacks right here. <laughs> Your wife, though, she's she's a she's a wild one. She's a peach. She's a peach. Georgia What's peach. What's that mean? I don't know. Mm, I'm from Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee peach. I don't know. That's not a thing. Tennessee whiskey. Tennessee whiskey. Is it a song? Mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm going right though. Right through this. And I'm trying to think. Now that you said like the last, the only thing that you remember from tech school. I don't remember nothing from tech school when I was here. I was yeah. always drunk. Real talk. <laughs> I was I was of enough. age, so it's okay. I was twenty two. So twenty two, twenty three. You were twenty two when you joined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I turned twenty one in tech yeah, school. Twenty two. Uh, I'm glad because I probably would have been in a lot more trouble. Same. I probably would have got kicked out if you out. get caught. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, guys, be good out there. Yeah. Don't do anything good. bad. All right. <laughs> but I will say so. I can say this now because I got caught and got in trouble. But <laughs> I underage drank a lot, like in tech school. Yeah, but I get caught in tech mm-hmm. school. Uh, I got caught at my first duty station. Oof. So, um, story time again. 
We had dorms. So my first duty station was Las Vegas, which is not the place you want to go when you're learning about how to Air Force or when you're learning how to be alive, I guess, because I graduated high school in May, May 23rd and August 22nd. I was in basic training. Turn up. So, I mean, (laughs) I barely had like time to figure out how to tie my shoes right. And they're like, bitch. You can't shave your legs for six weeks. Let me get it together. <laughs> so here I am. <laughs> so I get to my first duty station. And we where we lived at was, for you Air Force people, was Nellis. But that is north Las... No. Where's Nellis at? No, Nellis is like east, northeast. East, I don't Vegas. know. It's fucking far away, out, out of the way. It's like yeah. 40 minutes from the Strip. Okay. So I lived in Nellis. But I worked at a base that was about... 50, 60 miles north of that base. So you're talking a 90-minute drive to and from work every single day. Gross. But the mission we had, we worked six days on, two days off, and we changed shifts every three weeks. So we were were like six weeks, or we would work three weeks of days, three weeks of swings, three weeks of mids, and we would just continually change that. Like it never stopped. 365, no days off. Um, Or like no holidays or weekends or anything like that. So... On our weekends, if we were on mids, we would be, like, turning up at, like, 8 o'clock in the morning in the dorms. And the chiefs would come through, like, look through dorm inspections. And they'd be like, what the hell are y'all doing? We're playing beer pong, like, in the dorms. <laughs> it was just crazy. Well, anyways, the dorms we lived at, the only people who lived there were the people who worked at Creech. So we didn't have any people from Nellis in our dorms. Huh. Um, so we all just turned up mm-hmm. all the time and, like, wilded out. Well, we had like a huge party one night because we were off on the weekend, which was like unheard of. Had this huge party in the dorms. And I was like, yo, I'm hammered. Like I'm going home. (laughs) (laughs) So I went to my dorm and I did not live in those dorms. I lived in the conjoining dorms, which was Nellis dorms, the medical dorms. Um, And my sweet mate, this is kind of like a crazy story, but my Mm -hmm. sweet mate um, worked on Nellis we had our own rooms, but we shared like a toilet and shower yeah. and a kitchen. Um, so I like passed out on my bed, like hammered. Well, I hear this continuous beating on the door and I'm like, oh no, I'm in trouble. So I get up and I open my door and it was this other girl who was just trying to wake up my sweet mate. And I'm like, bro, she's not home. Like go on somewhere. I'm trying to sleep. So I like close my door and she starts again. And she's like, I can't go back down the stairs. I'm too drunk. I'm going to fall. And so at this time, like tracking, I'm 18 years old, Mm -hmm. like not even close to being legal. So I like carry this girl pretty much down two flights of stairs. I was on the second floor and we had like the switchback stairs. You're strong. So I take her downstairs (laughs) and I'm like, just go home. Like, go on. Yeah. And at that same moment, security forces came walking up. Oh, they got you. And they were like, what are you guys doing? Why are you carrying somebody? (laughs) And I'm like, I was just telling her to go home. Um, and they're like, all right, just go to your dorms. Like, we got noise complaints. Don't let us see you at your dorms again. And I was like, ooh, got it. Like, I'm hauling ass upstairs. Like, don't talk to me. I'm sure you can smell the alcohol on me. And security forces was like, oh, this girl's like, fuck you. You ain't going to tell me what to do, cops. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. Why like, I don't do even that? know this person. Like, don't even know her. Like, don't even know her name. And they're like, stop. Come here. Give us your IDs. And I was like, oh, no. So I'm like, hey, I'm just going to be real honest with you. Like, I ain't 21. I'll give you my ID, but 
I'm just going to like throw it out there before we start. They're like, here's the deal. If you take her to your room and we do not see you again tonight, just go home. Like we don't feel like doing the paperwork. We ain't going to do nothing. Now I'm like, all right, I'm going to take her. I'm like, where do you live? So I'm trying to take her to her rooms and she's like, fuck you. And I'm like, oh no. So they come back and they're like, all right, you got to breathalyze. They had me breathalyze. Um, and I blew like a point one six or something stupid. It was like super high. Like, so they immediately handcuffed me, take me to the hospital and pump my stomach. Yeah. And so that's how I got caught underage drinking real stupid. Like shouldn't have, mm-hmm. I mean, shouldn't have did it, but shouldn't have got caught neither. <laughs> oh Cause gosh. I was just trying to sleep in my room, but, um, that's how I got caught. And I think as stupid as it is that I did it and that I got caught, like, I think it's a story that I can share now with my airmen to tell them like, that's true. Yeah. Like that's the reason I didn't get BTZ. Mm-hmm. That's the reason that it took me a long time to get staffed because it reflected on my mm-hmm. EPR. Like, so even though these things are small and then ultimately like side story, don't listen to this if you're an airman, <laughs> but ultimately <laughs> back in those days we had MySpace. <laughs> MySpace. They don't even know what that is at I this know. point. <laughs> So the cop who arrested me and took me to the hospital found me on MySpace and got my phone number off the police report and was trying to like hit me up. They was like, he was like, oh, I thought you was cute. So when I went to do my statement, they didn't read me my rights and I wrote my statement. And then the master sergeant called me back and he's like, hey, you weren't Mirandized. We need you to write your statement again. And I was like, no, sir. Like, "Uh uh-uh, that's a you problem. So, anyways, they couldn't charge me with anything for underage drinking, but I did get an LOR for the commander for, like... Underage drinking. Yeah. No, they, they, they couldn't charge me with underage yeah. drinking, so but, it was I like... Mean, that's what it, it was, was for. like, you were stupid. <laughs> Misconduct or something It was just, like yeah, like, something stupid. Uh, failure to, like, follow directives. I don't know, something. But they could not put underage drinking on there because that's, like, a bad connotation. Um but yeah, like I had to do the whole ADAP thing, like go in there and talk to the lady. She was like, whatever, like don't drink some more, bye. Yeah. Um, and then, but yeah, I do use it like when my students are, oh, I got an LOR in tech school, so I'm already ready to get out. And I'm like, oh bro, like that's nothing. You, like you're going to be all right. Yeah. You've been in the Air Force two seconds. Calm down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I try to use those stupid stupid stories that like I had to learn from to help my students along the way I've been goody two shoes since the mm-hmm. military but look at you but I have life experience though outside though yeah I didn't I was still I mean when you're 18 years old in Las Vegas you mm-hmm. can't even like be in the casinos so if you go in the casinos oh, I didn't know that you can't you can be, be. You can be in the casino. You just can't be in. The you can be in there, area. but you can't be oh, on okay. the floor. Which mm-hmm. you have to be on the floor to get anywhere in the casino. And they have it. They have lines like mm-hmm. uh, so. It's like walkways for okay. where like the slot machines are and yeah. roulette and all that. And like beyond this point, if you're not 21, you can't walk. So I would go with this clown, and he would be gambling. I think I was like 20 at the time when we met and got married, but um, he would be gambling, and they'd be like, "Beat it, nerd! <laughs> you can't be here." I'm I could like, just oh, see him no. just, yeah. <laughs> I didn't gamble that much. I, I didn't find it We appealing. went downtown a lot, but mainly it was just to hang out with people. I was DD a lot until I turned 21 because I was not trying to get myself in any good. more trouble. See, you learned. I see, did. you learned from your experience. So that's good. Some people don't. Lord. Mm. That's true. I uh, had a little bit of life experience going into the Air Force, um, but I still... I guess I didn't learn because I got in trouble as an airman. 
Yeah, but my thing was like, I joined right after high school. I had no life experience. And I would say I was pretty sheltered. Um, not sheltered, by the way, because both my parents had like massive fuck ups in their mm-hmm. life that I had to like deal with as a child and like figure out how to yeah. grow up too early, I would say. But um, I think I didn't have the life experience of like, I know how to do normal things. It was kind of just like, I have a $40,000 truck with a 20% interest rate and it's my whole check to pay for it. Yeah, that's me. That's me right there. That was me. (laughs) That was my life experience. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got a car. I don't care that it takes one whole paycheck out of the month to pay the payment. I can't drive it nowhere. (laughs) I guess it's going to stay there. You know, I had a, we worked at Creech and it was a far drive. So I would be like, Hey, y'all don't want to ride the bus today. Y'all can ride with me. Give me some gas money. (laughs) That's smart. That's smart. I was hustling. (laughs) Yo, but that was when gas was like almost $5. It was $4 or something in Vegas. Oh yeah. And you're talking, you're talking, I'm driving 200 miles a day. I'd be like, I was putting everybody in there. You want to ride? Let's go put some gas right here. Give me the cash money right here. Oh yeah. no! Yeah, I think. Well, what was that? 2012, something like that. Right? No, no, that was like 2008, 2009. Dang, I was in high school. No matter, I was in Florida. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, doing doing yeah. something. I graduated in 07. Oh, look at you! Oh nine. Should have went to college and came in as an officer. But you know, now that I'm enlisted, well, I don't. I have no desire to be an officer. Samezies. I mean, no, you know. To each their own. Yeah, to each I their just, own. That's fine. But, like, yeah. my plan, even, like, until recently, was to join. Or, I mean, not join, but to commission. But I decided to just stay the enlisted corps. I don't know. I, we've had this conversation a couple yeah. times. I'm just like, I'd rather just be enlisted. Might as well. I just don't have the... Um I don't know. I think I like to be more hands-on mm-hmm. and to help people yeah, more than yeah. like a managery style. Mm-hmm. And I think if I did ever commission, I would be the enlisted officer that everyone hates. Like, oh, can you just be an LT and like stop trying to be a tech sergeant nope. still? And I wouldn't be able to like turn that off and just. Yeah. And plus, I don't want to go back to the bottom. That's I started from the bottom. Now I'm here. I don't want to go back to the bottom. It's <laughs> <laughs> a nice paycheck, though. At the bottom. It is. Like, I don't I- think it's worth the shit you go through no. as a butter bar. It's like. I don't know. It's like a doggy dog world out there, though. Like, we were talking about the, like, they were racking stack everything. I'm like, that's just, I don't know. I, I feel like I like the, or at least my, this is just my opinion, too, but, like, at least my, uh, what's it called, personality. I don't know. I, it wouldn't be good for Lieutenant, <laughs> Lieutenant Edwards. No. But you were going to be a lawyer. <laughs> no, sir. I'd have been a great lawyer. I'd have been, what's his name? Uh, Better Call uh, Better Call Saul. That's me Yo, right there. I'm watching that show right now. <laughs> like, I just That's started me. it. I fucking love that show. <laughs> That's me as a lawyer. It's like, what happened? I got you. Don't worry about it. Be, uh, representing all these scumbags. I thought about it for a while. <laughs> I took, like, um, I took the practice LSAT and I did like really well on them but I was like oh that's so much school it's not well yeah it is because you got to like learn statutes and everything like that but as a paralegal you already had to do all that yeah I learned all that you just can't give legal counsel to anybody so basically like you the you the assistant that does all the paperwork for the lawyer and then the lawyer takes credit for it mm. hey so it's like a one and oh yeah <laughs> That yes. jipo though. 
Oh, my goodness. Did you actually <laughs> work as a paralegal? I did for a little bit. Not too long, though. So I feel like I worked for a lawyer that was like, better call Saul, like for real. <laughs> he was hysterical. He used to charge, like, I want to say $500 an hour, some outrageous fee, five, $700 an hour. I guess that's normal, whatever. But um, this guy was a shark. He did, like, immigration law slash i think it was like business law too man he was getting all these clients i was like dude you are wild out here but he was he'd operate in that gray area a lot though he's like oh <laughs> you didn't say this how we got him like i'm like what is happening over here <laughs> and i'm just sitting here in the back i'm like i don't know what's going on but he was like his like not prosecution rate but like his win rate was like in the high 90s so he was he was really really good for, he was probably wins? like you gonna lose yeah right? for a win for wins he was up in the 90s like that's, that's he was probably like, you're going to lose. I ain't taking your case. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was basically, he was like one of those. He's like, nope, you don't got any case. I don't care. Like he would represent scumbags too. Like you could clearly tell that this person is a piece of shit, but homeboy's like, mm, no, we got a case. Come on down. Yeah. Come on down. Give me the money. So. Yeah. Because I mean, you, you think, and this is just like personal experience, but you think you're paying someone like $500 an hour for months to build a case and then, or a week, so however long it takes to build the case, mm-hmm. and then they're in court for what, like two hours? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, I paid wow. you $20,000 for you to be like, oh, you stupid, but <laughs> Basically, I object, or I don't know, yeah. whatever, so. It's wild. Mm-hmm. I've learned so much about law over the past few years. <laughs> I forgot that past. Yeah, our experience is through custody case. Mm-hmm. And, well, I don't know, we were in the courtroom for... Two whole days. Yeah, two entire days. So eight hours on yeah. each day. So I think total now it's been uh, 20, probably like 30, 32 hours in the in the courtroom. Golly. Yeah. But you're talking like, if I'm like, hey, is your name Marla Edwards? Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe. I forgot. I can't recall. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if they're just, if the other person is just deflecting on everything, it makes everything so much longer. Yeah. So I got to ask more questions, go around it. Oh, no. And that was basically like whenever we would go to court, because I'd go with my my lawyer. I was just basically his assistant at that point. Um, I would go with him. I was like, dog, this is just not for me. I told him, I was like, nope, this is going to be a no go. I'm like, bless you and your nice Mercedes. But this isn't my life. Mm-mm. He had a nice house, too. Dang. What didn't you like about it? Um, I don't know. Maybe it was the person that I worked for, but it was just like. Every person that he had, I'm like, yo, no, you should not be winning this case. You are trash. Like, oh, so you suck. the clients. It's yeah. like the morality of it, I think. Yeah. Is yours. yeah, like, I'm just like, I can't. Like, so funny. So before I joined, this is, man, the year before I joined the military, Hot Mess Express. Um, I, like, I quit Chick-fil-A, and then I started working for, like, this manufacturing company, like, with jewelry and stuff like that. I worked there a total of, like, two months, and then I went to another job. I had, like, nine jobs that one year alone. I'm not even exaggerating. It was ridiculous. And I think the last job that I had, I worked with immigration. How I ended up with that job, I was surely underqualified. Doing what? I was, uh, I worked with ICE and stuff. Yeah. No Mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. Traitor. Oh, yeah, it, that, that's why I ended up leaving. So I like, well, I mean, it wasn't up to me. Well, uh, whenever people had their visas in and everything like that, they I would be like one of the last people that they see. Either their case was, hey, you got your visa, it was approved. 
Um, and then I would just tell them, hey, this is the way forward. This is what you're going to do. Da, 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 da. Who you need to meet. Blah, blah, blah. Basically a liaison, I guess, for like the court system. I don't know. Whatever. So. And then a lot. But more than more than often, though, a lot of times it's like, hey, your stuff got denied. And it was me that had to tell them that. I was like, I feel like trash. I can't oh, do this. Sucks. Yes. And like people would just like cry and stuff. They were just like, oh, I'm getting deported. I was like, I can't do anything. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, so I did not last long at that job. They paid me real well, though. I will ball out of control. But um, I was like, no, no, no. So not for me. Not for me. Especially because my mom, like, horrible. Um, Well, not horrible. Uh, Being Hispanic and coming from that background, like, my mom came here illegally. She's legal now, y'all. Don't worry. (laughs) She's legal now. Don't worry. Don't worry, y'all. She's a citizen. Ratted your mom. <laughs> She's a citizen. She's fine. But coming from that and like seeing like what all we had to go through when we were little, because uh, my mom had to go back to Nicaragua. Um, uh, like I don't know what happened. Obviously, it's like early '90s, so I forget what the whole legalities of it though. Yeah. But she was here, uh, illegal. So she had like her punishment was to go back to Nicaragua um, and be there for like I don't know a couple years or so until she got a visa and was able to come back. So me, I was like maybe like four or five years old. I went to Nicaragua with her, and I lived out there for like a year or so. And um, oh shit, mm-hmm. yeah. So I was little. I, I don't really remember it too much, but um, we lived out there until all her stuff got sorted out. So like fast forward, I'm like working at immigration. I'm just like, dog, I can't do this. Like, ugh, I see yeah. how all this stuff is. It, like how bullshit. it affects families. It's full circle, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not working here. Uh, like uh, the whole. Uh, becoming a citizen and stuff and like and, and the argument that people give like well people just need uh not get here illegally they just nope. need to take the right route it's like if you it's knew impossible. what what it took to take the right route like nobody would ever be ever here. like whenever i worked there because i had access to look at when they were processing visas yeah i want to say it was like the two main ones that were like super backed up and i mean this is like 2014 right so in 2014 ones that were these cases were backed up from like 1982 or something like that yeah. it was like mexico and the philippines they were processing visas that For were people put who weren't in, even alive still probably that were put in in the 80s they hadn't gotten processed yet my mom just recently became a u.s citizen yeah. like a, a few years ago uh and she's been here since uh, but she, she was, was naturalized a, and then became a u.s citizen right yeah well she's been here since her teens that's wild and then my brother's the same way he became mm-hmm. a U- u.s citizen i think after he joined the navy oh like they did the the no the so thing or no so it wasn't even that mm-hmm. um i don't know what happened and i don't know if that was a thing then where uh you became a u.s citizen if you signed up yeah yeah because it it took a while before really yeah dang yeah i i don't remember the details but mm-hmm. yeah like he he struggled to become a u.s citizen and he was in the freaking navy that's ridiculous. So when people say, oh, well, you just need to do the right thing to become a U.S. citizen and then come to this country, it's like, eh, fuck that. Yeah, no. Like, you have no idea what you're talking about. You're At just all. lucky enough that you were born here. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, another crazy story that I just heard, uh, I guess, within the past few years, but Carla's story oh, where yeah. she was born in Mexico and then, like, came over when she was, like, still a newborn baby. Mm-hmm. Um but when she went, I forgot what she was doing. She was doing something. She needed a birth yeah. certificate. And there was no birth certificate for her anywhere. Like, she she, she wasn't even a real person. Oh. So, 
she went to Mexico to try to find her birth certificate, and they were like, we don't have anything for you. And she came here and tried to find her birth certificate, and they were like, we don't have anything for you. And so she had to, like, jump through all these hoops just to be, like, a live person. She's like, look, look, here I am. Like, I'm real. <laughs> I'm not making this up. But yeah. um, but it was crazy. So on paper, she did not exist. <laughs> what? She didn't have a social? Like, none of that stuff? Like, that's wild. I, I think she had a social... But she had no birth certificate to go with it. Oh, so they're like, not real, not Yeah, you. so they're like, we don't, like, we have nothing to verify the social security number other than, like, you have a card. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was it was bananas, her telling the story of just how difficult it is. And I don't know. That's it's crazy. crazy. No, thank you. So, yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, fuck all that. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> kind of going. I mean, not really talking political out here, but. I feel like it really irritates me. It really chaps my ass. But <laughs> really grinds my gears. Grinds oh, gears. My gears. <laughs> it grinds my gears. Um, whenever, like, you hear or you, like, you see people that were born in the U.S. And, yeah. like, they just don't take advantage of it at all. Like, at all. Mm-hmm. You don't go to school. Or even if you don't go to school, you don't got a good job. Like, what are you doing with your life? You were literally born in the U.S. Like, yeah. you have all these opportunities. What are you doing? Like. Legal immigrants are taking our jobs. You're not doing shit. You're not shit. even trying. Like, <laughs> that's good. That's why they took your job because you you're know, just sitting here. So I don't have a leg to stand on because, like, I am Caucasian and from America. So you could say that I have, like, all mm-hmm. of these things going for me. But um, I get frustrated in instances like this pandemic where mm-hmm. people have been like ranting and raving about these illegal immigrants taking jobs and stuff. And the first chance they get to not work, they're all the fuck over it. So people literally can't staff their businesses because people are like, fuck that. I'm getting unemployment. Why would I work? And it's like, wasn't last month you was the one rallying because (laughs) illegal immigrants were taking jobs. And now you're doing everything in your power to not get a job because you lazy as hell. (laughs) Like, I'm uh, getting paid. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's but, it, I mean, they incentivized it. They made unemployment, like, super. Some people on unemployment are making more than, like, the standard senior airmen in the military. Dang. I was balling out of control as a senior airman. I was single. Just, woo! But because, I mean, I think about it like this. When you come from, like, our upbringings where... We had literal nothing, like, Mm -hmm. just to get new clothes or new shoes was pretty much, like, an act of Congress. Like, your parents buying them, not, Mm -hmm. like, some organization buying you stuff for Christmas or whatever. But your parents taking you, and, like, you can pick any shoes in the store you want. Like, that was so rare. And then you get into, like, A1C pay, which is, like, $1,000 a month. And you're like, hell yeah. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. That was me. That was me. It's like, then now as a somebody who has their life together yeah. and kids, you're like, how did I survive <laughs> on the, that money? Like, hell no. So I went the other way because you went in right as soon as you graduated from high school. I started working after high school. Well, I went to college and then was working. And then I became a fucking airman and joining the military. I'm thinking like, yeah, I'm going to be making all this money. I'll be balling. I'm going to buy myself a car. I'm going to do this and that. And then uh, my first paycheck as a one in, as a A1C, I was like, this is less than what I was making when I was working at the fucking warehouse. <laughs> like, what the shit? 
He was like, this is not what I signed yeah, up for. Yeah. It wasn't. I was like, man, I can't afford car insurance right now. <laughs> like, nothing. No, nope, my house was broke as hell. Oh, my God. Yeah. I took out so many loans just to, like, stay afloat. Dude, it was so bad. Oh, my God. That's why I always tell Holly, like, I'm living the bougie life now. I was like, yes. Yeah. Woo. Oh, yeah. Now it's good. Oh, yeah. I'm good but, now. But, like, when I first started But we put off, some, some time into this shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It didn't just happen. No, not but, at all. Yeah, and I get frustrated, too, when you get, like, the airmen who come from wealthy families. Mm-hmm. And so they, like, get out of the dorms, and they're in, like, a fully furnished apartment, driving a nice car. And then they come to my house, and they're like, oh, you have such nice stuff. And I was like, let me tell you, when I left my house, I had, like, a couple outfits <laughs> and a real shitty cell phone. Yeah. Like, that was my whole life in, like, one little mm-hmm. backpack. And... I had nothing. Like, when I moved out of the dorms, I was like, the, can you buy furniture on, like, payment plans? <laughs> like, <laughs> I just need a bed. <laughs> oh, man. No, like. But, yeah, it was crazy. Uh, what all? Yeah, like, all my stuff. Well, whenever I joined, I had sold, I had my own apartment at that time. But I sold all my things. I kept, like, a couple, like, clothes, like, piece, pieces of clothing, whatever. I had a little black backpack when I went to BMT. That is all I had. Me too. That is it. Whenever I, had I recru- left... I had the recruiting yeah. backpack. <laughs> <laughs> I did not have that one. I had the, uh, just a little plain black black backpack. I said, actually, I'm pretty sure I still have it. But, and then whenever I left BMT is when I had that massive-ass freaking duffel bag. That's where I get got all my stuff, so... It was a hot mess. Mm. I can't believe I fell off that bus to this day. <laughs> that is perfect. <laughs> that should be on recording somewhere. Was that your tech school yearbook? <laughs> uh, do we have those? I don't know. So we sad. should. We should yeah, have tech school yearbooks. That. Like, remember when you were dumb? I do. Flip to page 26. <laughs> we should do it for like the whole year. And then at the end of the year, we'll send an email to all the students who have been in that year. And we're like, if you would like to purchase your tech school yearbook. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make money right here that would I, like be, it. I bet people would buy it hell yeah i, I bought my basic training yearbook did you buy yours no i got the um did i get it i, 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 like, it I, I got the bmt cd thing that they used to give oh, That's oh, the, i think i have that too yeah oh my god just so much hot mess in that video yeah. oh, you know when goodness. they go around like in uh during graduation week or beast week and they record just like hey you want to say something to your family you know, oh, they yeah, never did yeah. that to you. Yep, yep, they so did. they did that to me, and they got to me, and I was like, "Oh, thank, mom, love you." <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what to say, and I was all nervous. Empty eyes, just looking at you, like, "Don't say anything stupid." <laughs> they came to me, and I was like, "Nope," and I just walked away. And I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, "I don't have anything to say." No, no, no. When you went through BMT, did they get? Did you get your phone, like your cell phone? Um. Well, you showed up, and if you had a cell phone, they made you put it in a little box, but you didn't keep it with you, though. But they locked it away. But, I mean, you could use it when you called home? Yeah, because, like, downstairs in the little pavilion, they, them phones is all broken. Like, none of yeah. them work. So, that's what I had to use when I was in basic training. So, for all of you people who are younger than, I don't know, 20 years old, probably don't know this, but maybe 30 years old don't know this, but... So when we went to basic training, we had to have calling cards, Mm -hmm. which is essentially a card that you buy that gives you minutes (laughs) and the number on there is like 30 digits long. So when I got to basic, RTI said, get out a piece of paper and write down this. Like I have made it to Lackland Air Force Base. 
this is my address. I am safe. I am okay. And then you will hang up the phone. He's like, if I hear you crying, if I hear you talking about anything else other than on this paper, I'm coming to hang up your phone and your time's up. <laughs> so to dial that number, you had to first pick up a pay phone, dial this 30-digit number, and then it's like, okay, enter the phone number you want to call, and then you enter the phone number you want to call, and you're just hoping somebody answers because that takes like five <laughs> minutes to dial that number. So when I called, I called my mom, and she didn't answer. Aww. And I was like, oh, God, like he's going to see me dialing again. But I like pushed in all the numbers, and then I called my sister, and she answered, and I was like, hey, I'm Lachlan. I'm safe. Write down this address. Blah, blah, blah. Bye. And, <laughs> and she wrote me a letter. She was like, what the hell happened on the phone? I was like, uh-uh. I was not getting yelled at. Oh my god! But the cell phone thing—it's good and bad because they're on there like posting Snapchats and on so Twitter stupid. from basic training, and it's like you want to be down there dialing thirty numbers <laughs> to use two minutes off your calling card? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure whenever I went, um, they were gonna make us use the payphones, but one of them worked. Like all the other ones is broken as hell. They're like, never mind. We're going to just let them use your phone. But the T.I. was there in the room with us whenever we were calling. Did so you all go into the day room or into the base? Um, yeah, I want to say it was the day room. Yeah, because yeah, that's what there. we did. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, complaints came in that trainees couldn't even hear their uh, whoever they were calling. They're like, everybody's in the room. Everybody's shouting, talking. Oh, was that a complaint? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then it moved out to the base. But then that stuff started happening where people were taking photos mm-hmm. when, you know, because yeah. you get covered by the bunks and all that. So then... We moved them into classrooms. Like, we took everybody into a classroom and then, all right, make your call. That's not bad. But the thing with that is, like, if you take somebody to the middle of Times Square and somebody calls, they're going to answer their phone. And they ain't going to be yelling at everybody in Times Square to be quiet. Yeah, but this is, this was like 2013 when all that crazy shit, mm-hmm. uh, well, it was just the aftermath of all the crazy shit that came out and they were t- pretty much fucking catering to the trainees i had like I nine because people was getting like oh you were involved in this oh, do, 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 do. It, oh it was crazy yeah uh, you were so somebody yeah, from your, your squadron that, wasn't mm-hmm. your squadron and the one right across the street were the ones that got hit the worst mm-hmm. um ti's were disappearing left yeah, and right that's why i had like nine uh, i was like who are you because yeah, <laughs> even in our squadron we had to go support that squadron. That's uh, probably when you got see, yelled there at. There you go. I yeah. knew. I oh, knew yeah, it was right. you. I oh, knew shit. it was you. <laughs> that that could have been because we had to go over there and help out. Like, hey, T.I. got pulled. Yeah. We need somebody to go cover this flight for this week or this day or whatever. Yeah. And then my squadron was a squadron where everything initially happened. Oof. Yeah. So the dude that launched this entire thing, mm-hmm. I am processed with him. Oh, no. <laughs> So he was still there, like, awaiting his court-martial and whatever, and just... Like, what do you do at that point? Like, do you just, like... CQ. That's it? Because, I mean, they're not going to let you... No, I'd be surprised no, if they he even was, let you buy this he, he wasn't. He wasn't at the squadron. He was at the group. So he was... So uh, they promoted him for being a shitbag? Basically. He was one of the back offices. CCI. But you still get to put your part of the group? Mm-mm. That is true. Wordsmithing. Mm-hmm. Crazy time. No good. Mm-mm. That'd be another podcast. I want to get one of the other MTIs on here, though. I really want to be a TI. That'd you be should fun. do it. I really want to. Well, I don't know how it is now, but... That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. Because I talked to uh, my actual TI that I had in basic, the one that I had the majority of the time. He was stationed at Moody, which is so funny. I met him out there. Was it Walsh? No, it was <laughs> Alderman. 
Oh, Alderman? Yeah. Yeah. Alderman. yeah. Fuck yeah. That dude's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. So I met him and I was like, hey, I'm like super interested in actually doing it. But that's before they changed it to like, hey, you actually have to get vectored to it. So he was like, I mean, he's like, if you can still apply, go for it. But he's like, times has changed. He's like, it's very different now. So Yeah. It, it was day and night from like when I got there to a year and a half after. Yeah. It was it was a complete 180. I feel like I'd still want to do it. I would, I don't know. I say like when he got picked up. Well, he volunteered to be a TI, and when we went, I had we had to go to like a counseling to clear us both to go do it. Um, I had to like approve of him doing it. I, it was crazy, and I was like, um, I was like, yeah, I went through basic training. Like I know what I'm getting myself mm-hmm. into. I had no fucking clue what I was getting myself yeah. into, <laughs> um, and that's what they were trying to stress. They're like, it's gonna be crazy. They're like, no, like. I get that you went through basic, but like you don't understand. I'm like, no, I'm in the military. Like I'm a staff. I get it. Like mm-hmm. I understand. No, you don't. I didn't know. And it's just the, it's not the working long hours. It's the working long hours. And then when you're home, like you're not really home because you're worried about your flight. You're worried about like what's going, what's going to happen tomorrow. You are asleep all the time because you never sleep. Yeah. And so I was like, like, I don't want to say I was alone for, like, that whole time, but the first year, it was a lot of, like, just me and the kids, like, taking them to daycare, picking them up mm-hmm. from daycare, cooking, cleaning, him coming home, sleeping. <laughs> like, we would be in the car, and I'm telling you, I would push the start button on the car. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> damn, we didn't even get out the driveway. <laughs> he gone. <laughs> he would be messaging, because, I mean, I want to say in the first, like, four months we were there he lost like 60 pounds i mean like went ghost really? ghost town i'm yeah. like you have to eat food he'd be texting me i'm hiding in the bathroom eating a snickers i'm like <laughs> like go eat food <laughs> because oh that reminds me of some story now now that you said he was eating his snickers i feel like it wasn't sergeant alderman it wasn't him but it was another one he like disappeared and then we magically saw like some candy wrapper on the floor and we were all just like turned on each other. We we're like, who the hell is eating fucking Snickers? Who's eating this? And not anybody in our flight. So, you know what? Now that I think about it, maybe it was our TI. He just left it on the ground let us go at it. Probably. <laughs> Could have been. It was like a trigger. <laughs> Who's doing this? <laughs> yeah. Crazy times. No, I wouldn't mind. I still would like to. I don't know. Yeah. Especially after being here. So. You should do it. I'd recommend it. Hell yeah. Yeah. I could never do it. I would never be successful at it. The littlest people are always the meanest. We got Napoleon complex. You know what's funny? <laughs> this is what's so funny. When I'm about to put all your business on bus. Oh shit. When he first got it. there, his trainer was like nonstop. He'd be like, Can you come to my house and train? Can you go outside in your driveway? And I'm like, damn, can you just be at home for like <laughs> ten minutes? And so he would like go around base and his TI or like his trainer TI would just make him make this obnoxious oh noise to try to get like his command voice mm-hmm. because you have to like to oh like through your diaphragm to get yes. your mm-hmm. command voice it's hard to like define it and you would see him, hoo, hoo. I'm like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> he would just be like at home I'm like oh could you not yeah. it's like I had a tick or something like you'd see me walking in hoo, hoo, hoo. <laughs> I'm like uh-uh no sir uh, people would look at me all stupid and then they say like you can practice like if you're not at, at the squadron you're not at work practice in your car on your way home mm-hmm. or whatever 
They probably so, thought he's like, he's talking yeah, to himself. No, yelling at myself. You oh. see me in the car, huh, ah, ah, shouting commands and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and the windows are up, but you see people next to me, like, they look at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> this guy's going it crazy. Bananas. We do all stupid as shit. No, see, I wouldn't mind doing that. But That'd then when they first changed it to DSD, um, so backtrack, when he got picked up to be a TI, mm-hmm. he had to take a picture in every single uniform he had, PT <laughs> gear, blue, short sleeve, long sleeve, service, ABUs, everything. And then he had to make a list of every tattoo he had, even if you couldn't see it, and describe like why he got it and what it meant. Um, and then... So you had to like fit the image, and when he signed up, they was like, "Hey, you kind of fat, like get skinny before you get here." Mm. And I'm like, "Damn, like you that's just gonna tell somebody?" That? <laughs> no, that's exactly what he said. Really? Yeah, Dang. I called and was like, "Hey, uh, I sent in all my stuff." They're like, "Yeah, we got it." Um, I mean, not bad, but you look kind of fat. Damn. <laughs> that's exactly what he said. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, really?" He's like, "Yeah, you you could uh, uh, work on your belly a little bit." <laughs> okay <Shoot. laughs> I mean like no nonsense right and then they changed it to DSD yeah. and people started coming in I was like damn you like nine months pregnant you a man what is going on <laughs> and like the parade just looked terrible really? like everyone in their blues like buttons popping in blues and you're like damn this guy y'all was like he fat as hell he can't come and then people show up from DSD and like <laughs> like doing the lean back march you know what I'm talking about like you got a back problem stand up those buttons are screaming yes <laughs> it's crazy and they had no command voices so they'd be marching he'd be like one two three four I'm like did, did that really just happen like that's for real Mm-mm. but no. it was it was a huge difference from when we first got there to probably like two years in mm-hmm. and I was always yelling at trainees which you're not supposed to do if you're not a TF you're but not, I was really? always yelling at them. I'm like, I'm not a TI. I'm just being the NCO. That's my job. And they would always go to his squadron like, sorry, me and Oeva was yelling at me. <laughs> he was like, it was my wife again. <laughs> like, sorry. Oh, well. Why you got two Lackland lasers tucked into your belt like you about to go to war in Star Wars? Get them out of there. <laughs> Lackland lasers. Oh, my gosh. I haven't heard that in a while. No. Yes, ma'am. Do they still get I saw him. He had two with the big yellow cones, and they were stuck like this, and it's like two of them. And I was like, what are you doing? He he did like that. I was like, oh, no, sir. Get out of my face. (laughs) He pulled them like, like, uh, what are those things called in Star Wars? Those lightsabers. Uh, Lightsabers. Lightsabers. (laughs) (laughs) That was about to be cut. He's showing you what he had. I'm telling you, those. I tried not to go to the mini mall as much as possible. On training side of base. I never knew how big Lackland is. I've Lackland n- I, have, is I haven't huge. been to Lackland since I graduated BMT. So you know where the parade grounds are? Yeah. So if you go past the parade grounds, it's like an entire Air Force base on the other side. So it's basically two Air Force bases it in is, one. Yeah. It, yeah, it can be. Yeah. And um, then if you because go. Because you have Kelly. Kelly's also part of it. And Medina. Uh, and Medina. Yeah. So if you go off of Lackland, yeah. like by where that McDonald's is. Camp you know Bullis is across the street, right? No, no Camp no, no, Bullis no. is all the way north San Antonio by like La Quintera. Where the hell was I at? <laughs> so you're probably talking Medina. Medina probably. is where Beast was yeah. at. Okay. So you had to yep. go like off base mm-hmm. and back on. Yeah. That's where ALS was at and base housing. People lived over there. Hmm. Okay. okay. Lackland okay. is should huge. Do it. it's, it's a good time. I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> and your hours won't be too bad because, well, yeah. at least when I left and that was, what, four years ago. Um. 
by then they implemented rules where you can't be there longer Mm -hmm. than 12 hours. So 10 to 12 hours is your standard day. Now, um, if you're going to be there more than 12 Mm -hmm. or even up to 12, like you have to get permission from the commander. Oh, yeah. I'm assuming it's still that way, which and it was two TIs per flight. Yeah. Yeah. And it's two TIs per flight. Oh, yeah, that's right. They so, were just barely starting to implement that when I was there, I think. They were trying to, were trying but to, yeah. everybody was not mm-hmm, having mm-hmm. it. Yeah, people and were it. just, like, leaving back and forth. That's why I ended up having, like, nine people. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was fun times. I would like to. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where uh, Air Force Courier takes me. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be fun. You can't do it after this tour because it's a Code 50 and you can't Code mm-hmm. 50 to Code 50. Yep. I Unless know. you DSD'd there. There's always loopholes. Yeah. Always. Especially try- if they're looking th- for I'm them. trying to be a shirt, I think. Oh, that'd be fun. I don't know if I could do it, though. I mean, it wouldn't be fun, but I feel like you'd be a good shirt. I just don't have empathy for stupid shit. But, I mean, sometimes you need a good shirt like that, though. Like, <laughs> Right? But I don't know. Like, I want to do it, but sometimes when it's like... um because, you know, when you're a shirt, you have the airman's back no matter mm-hmm. what. Like, it, whether you 100% disagree with what is happening, you have to have the airman's back. Um, that's your job as a shirt. So, if someone came in and they're being charged with, like, child molestation, mm-hmm. like, there's no way I would be able to objectively have that airman's back and help them through the process. I'd be like, I hope you get hit by a car when you leave here. And I can't say that as a shirt, so... I think I mean, those you can think it. Just yeah. don't say it I don't know. Loud. I don't know if you have to have their back. But you do. You can just you guide them. Know. You have to give them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to give them correct guidance and direction. Yeah. But you don't have to. You don't have to be nice about it. Yeah. You. <laughs> but you have to give yeah. them their options. Yeah. Yeah, but you have to. You have to be objective, and that's. I think that would be very hard for me in certain situations. I'm oh, sure that yeah. happens yeah. to all of them. Though. Yeah. 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 So. I don't know. We had a shirt at Creed Shoes. What an asshole. <laughs> yes. I've been pretty lucky with the shirts I've had so far, though. Yeah, I mean, I've had some good shirts. I've had some bad shirts. I think most of the ones that I've had are really good, except for that one. So when I first got to Creech, we were at the unit we were at. Awesome shirt. And then the dude that replaced them was just, whew. Like, he was out to get people. Oh, no. Yeah. That's uh, not the like that's, a shirt. No. Uh, he was like, um... You know the people who are about to retire and like they need to leave a name for themselves. <laughs> like they're just trying to bust people doing shit that don't even matter. That's what the shirt was doing to people. Like, oh, you were two minutes late today. Go mind your fucking business, shirt. Go back to your office. <laughs> it was nuts. The shirt's supposed to come in and BS with you. What are you doing? <laughs> right. It was that guy was bad. He's supposed to be my homie. What happened here? Yeah. No, I love. I love because shirts, I so think. side story on how we got to him being a TI. Um. I had been at Creech since 2008, and you got there in... 2010. 2010. So when he got there, I had already been there for two years, already had my whole underage shenanigans, mm-hmm. and I did like a whole flip. So I was the first senior airman ever in the RPA community to be a SMIC, which is the Senior uh, Mission Intelligence Coordinator. So you ran like the entire jock for the intel professionals. Um on the enlisted side. And then the op soup ran like pilots and sensor operators. Um, first person to do that. I was a, I was Stan Val at the wing. Mm. Uh, like I had all the qualifications you could hold as a senior airman there. Um, and then he got there and 
like once we got together and got married, I was like, let's just go to tech school and be instructors. Like we can get in Texas. We'll be close to Michael, who we mm-hmm. then did not have custody of. Um, and I was like, it'll be easy. So, cause they're always looking for instructors at tech school and yeah. nobody wants to go to San Angelo. So we, um, we put in a package and we talked to the chief who was here at the time. I don't remember who it was, but he was like, yeah, like submit the package. We're going to accept you. You're going to get orders like next week. We're like, cool. So submitted all the paperwork and then we weren't hearing anything. So I called the chief back. He's like, I never got any of your paperwork. What? And we're like, what? So we like jumped through all these hoops and come to find out our superintendent was like stonewalling it at AFPC. He was like, don't give them orders. Don't give them orders. Like we can't afford to lose them. Mission critical. And we're like, we're like 150% man here. Like <laughs> shut the hell up. And we were set to get orders. <laughs> yeah. Within the next we were, year. And so at that time, um, Ellsworth was standing up. So Creech was moving half of its ops to Ellsworth. Oh. And we were supposed to be the stand up cadre. And we did not want to go to fucking Ellsworth. We were like, no, like we don't want to go there. Um, so, and there were people who wanted to go that they weren't going to take, but I was on the list to go, which meant he would have went cause we were doing spouse. So mm-hmm. I was like, no. Um, and then when they denied it, we like secret hush hush, didn't tell anybody like behind all the doors, he submitted an MTI package. Um, and then maybe like two months later we had orders to like them and they were like, how did this happen? And we were like, yeah, bro, we don't I, know. I submitted, I submitted my package. It was what, like February? January, February, we were there in April. Yeah. That is legit. <laughs> it was fast because I was on Nellis in a J-Fire course, which is like the joint firepower course, um, talking about munitions and things like that. And we had orders dropped out process. And they're like, you have like a month to get here. Um, so he was running around with my checklist like, hey, this is my wife. She can't get out of this class. Can you just sign her? <laughs> Can you sign her off? And we had to out process both Creech and Nellis. So we, it was just oh. back and forth, back and forth. Oh, yeah, because there's, like, nothing really on There Creech. wasn't when we were there. Okay. Um, so Yeah, half of it was on Creech. So, like, a few admin things were being handled at Creech, but, like, the majority was at Nellis. So like we finance, had to go back and forth. TMO, medical, uh, all the major stuff was at Nellis. And then it's like, did you pay your star card? Was at Creech. Oh and it's like, God. seriously? <laughs> yeah. I would be yeah. so frustrated now. But yeah, I don't know. Nope. I'm still I'm still interested. So if anybody listening, make it happen. <laughs> Vote for Marla. Vote me. <laughs> Pick me uh, up. I want to stay in Texas so bad. Like, I love Texas. I freaking love Texas. Oh, my God. Like, whenever these orders dropped, because I was not involved to come here. Man, you you guys could just ask my husband. I was like, good fellow. Texas. Yee! Like, I was so happy. Oh, my God. What do you think about it? you know jack jack he's just like cool whatever but well actually no he was mad he's like wait hold up he's like how'd you get orders and i didn't get anything so he logged into his computer he's like well hold up i didn't get anything and the day after it's like oh welcome to goodfellow he's like okay good <laughs> he's like i'm not staying here I ain't doing this shit <laughs> yeah he's like no <laughs> i love it here freaking uh i think er- san angelo gets a bad rap from everybody in the air force because why. they're you well just know people it has that, a training yeah that's true people have been here they were probably here really young so it's mm-hmm. like there's not a huge nightlife here. Um, so they're like, oh, fuck San Angelo. It's, it's not big enough. But I mean, for us, like mm-hmm. we got a family and, and all that. And I really love it here. It, even, yeah. But me, even as an airman, though, I loved it. But I also. Oh, really? Yeah, I loved it as an airman here. Like I had a car, so I was able to go downtown, whatever. And I was of age. So there's I w- stuff to do here. You I wasn't find here it. long enough to love it or hate mm-hmm. it. It was, it was just kind of like 
almost like passing through. Yeah. So I, I really couldn't judge if it was good or bad. I just like, the, like, it's a small town feel, but, like, everything that you really need is here, though. Like, yeah. you don't got to drive no, extra factory. far. Oh, my God. Cheesecake Factory. I miss you so much. Chipotle, <laughs> come to me. But, no, yeah. no, no burrito The thing that gets me. me all the time is there's no traffic ever. That, I love that. Oh, I love that. Yes. Oh, my gosh, yeah. It's so, the best because thing. Because at our last base, we, from our house to base was 13 miles. It take us over an hour to get there. Girl, bye. Is that a... a Herbert? Herbert? Oh, no. Mm-hmm. It's because it's in the panhandle of Texas, and there's just one four-lane... Fl- Florida. Four, panhandle <laughs> of Florida. I'm, like, getting mad thinking about this road. Yeah. There's one four-lane road... Highway 98. ...that traverses the panhandle, and it's the only road you can take. There's no other ways. So there's all these little communities, but none of them connect, and they do it on purpose to keep traffic out of the neighborhoods. Yeah. So they'll put like a big gap of trees in between two neighborhoods oh. so you can't drive through. There's no detours. That's like the only way. The only you way can is go that road. north until you get to I-10, but that's like maybe a 20-minute drive. And You're then, adding like an hour and a half to your yeah, drive. Yeah, so there is a way around, but it's it's not going to help. Anything. You have to pretty much go to Alabama and come back down. Oh, no. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to Alabama. <laughs> so Highway 98 <laughs> and then... Yeah, all y'all people at Herbert dealing with that shit. One car wreck. That's all it takes. And you'll be sitting there for hours. I would just turn around in the grass. I'd be like, oh, I'm going home. I'll catch y'all in a few hours when this clears up. No, that would happen. So in the mornings, if there was a car wreck and traffic was backed up, you'd call into work. Be like, hey, there's a wreck. I'm not going to be in until this clears up. So you go home, relax until it got cleared up. and Take then, a nap, have coffee. Yeah. And it go. Yeah. But then if you were on your way home from work and that happened, well, you're pretty much stuck at work for the next two, three hours. Oh. And this is how bad it is. When traffic on 98 would back up, it would flow onto base because you couldn't get off base onto 98. So there was a time, um, I think you were in Germany, when I got off work and left work and I was in traffic on base, on base for like two hours. Oh, my, on base. So it's it was so already going to be six o'clock and I'm. I'm still hours away from getting home to get the kids from daycare because they stayed after school, after school care mm-hmm. at the school. He was in Germany. I had just picked oh, up the yeah. babies from on base and I'm calling him. I'm like, I need you to call your boss and have her leave her house and go get the kids from school because I'm not going to be there for hours. So I left work at three thirty. got Elena in Dallas at six. Like, I had to park my car and walk to the CDC to pick them up because the CDC would be charging you $5 a minute yeah. if you're late per kid. So I walked over there and got the kids, came back to my car, got back in traffic, and didn't pick up the big kids from his boss's house until almost 10 o'clock at night. Dang. No. That's, you're talking, okay. that's just one wreck on this stupid road. Oh, no. Yeah. Because it's two dumb. lanes on each side. Oh, my gosh. No. Mm-hmm. I'd be Check driving the wrong way. Beep, beep. <laughs> it, it was a mess. Oh, no. Yeah. Nope, that's not Or even me. when I went to Afghanistan and that 18-wheeler hijacked and you guys were in traffic for super long. Yeah. They I dropped me off to get bad. on the rotator and left and an 18-wheeler had hijacked and was covering all the lanes and they sat in traffic. I was already in BWI by the time they got home. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. So we dropped her off. It was around, it was like 2.30 or something. And we didn't get home till 7.00. Yeah. Like seven, eight, and you guys only like ten minutes away. So that's like that? why when we got here, we were like, "Put us on base." Like we don't want no driving. <laughs> yeah. And then once we got on base, we were like, "Oh, this blows. We need to get a house." Yeah, I wish the housing like offered from the base would be better. 
I mean, I guess the landing. It's not too bad, but it just sucks that all your money's getting, like, all your BAH mm-hmm. is getting taken, and it's just for rent. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, we didn't pay utilities there either. Yeah. I mean, occasionally, like, if we if you went over, you would pay utilities, or, like, you had to pay for cable and internet, which is monopolized here. I hate that. That stupid internet, but. I had that sudden link. So do we. Mm-hmm. I hate you sudden link. Suddenly, you suck. Suddenly. <laughs> they're, not, they're not listening, though. <laughs> they're going to the right now is I'm, listening to this podcast. I'm talking like it's Suddenly Link's actual person. Suddenly, I hate you. <laughs> they're the worst. They do need to step their game up. They I suck. think Frontier is probably worse, though. Yeah, that's what sure. I've heard. Trash. And they only, like, offer service to, I think, like a fourth of the city. Uh, so it's not even real. That's no good. You know, the one thing that got me here was how many electric companies there are. There's like 20 electric companies in San Angelo and you like pick which one you want. I'm oh, like, that's yeah, a yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. I thought you just had like San Angelo electric and they had <laughs> electric to everybody. But I guess that's not a fact. Yeah, my electric guys, it's not that bad. And we have the AC on full blast. My husband's always hot. He's like, 60 degrees or lower. Damn, that's low. <laughs> I'm wearing a hoodie and ours is on 72 right now. Yeah. Oh, no. He's like, unset. Put that to 68 right uh-uh, now. You didn't have air conditioning for like three months. You should have seen. Oh, my gosh. Jack every day. Babe, mm-hmm, I know you're going to hear this. You was a little girl. He was so <laughs> upset. <laughs> so I would say he's like, this is ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. But it was pretty bad, though. I felt so bad for Mark. But we got those little like portable ACs or whatever. Well, it wasn't little. I think it was like $500. That sucks. Those little window units? Um, The little wheelie ones. So, like, you just put... um. What is it? You you have to use a window, but it's not like the, the standard like square ones that you just stick on there. Yeah. It's an actual unit like aside from the window. And the only thing that you put is like a tube to run the hot air oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that thing is fancy. So we bought that. And uh, yeah, it was all in Mark's room. Mark was the only one living the dream. He was the high life. Can't be living in Texas without an AC. No, man, they tried us. It took forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was mostly because of COVID stuff, though. Like yeah. people just weren't. I, I guess like the part that we needed to get the AC fixed was gone. Like yeah. Yeah. nobody was driving, so it is what it is. Got fixed. First now world. Cool I'm first world again. Woo! <laughs> yeah. It only took a month. That's fine though. It's okay. It's all right. Right. So for all of you homeowners out there, you need to make sure you have American Home Shield or some sort of warranty. Yeah, so you're not paying especially in of Texas. Dollars. Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah, we only paid seventy five bucks. Seventy five bucks for them to come out, check it out, and fix it, and then one seventy to fix, like, or no, I'm sorry, to fill the Freon, I guess, because it leaked Freon after it broke, and that's it. But the parts that they put in was like well over a thousand dollars. So yeah. worth it. Hated having to wait though, but it's okay. <laughs> we, it's okay. we don't have patience. That's not I our strong have suit. Yeah, it's not my, that's not my strong suit. I don't know. Mm-mm, no good. I don't know. Well, guys, I think we could wrap it up there. What's that? You got anything to say? I don't know. Uh, go Texas. Woo. <laughs> Paralegal. Be um, a lawyer. No, no, no. Better call Saul. <laughs> don't call me. <laughs> Saul, good man. It's all good, man. <laughs> all good. All right. Peace out, Cub Scout. Peace out, Cub Scout. All right. Uh, for everybody, thank you for listening. I uh, hope you're enjoying it. Go to Apple Podcasts and give us five stars, please. Thanks. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Tell everybody you know. Hand it out like you're passing out your mixtape. 
I would appreciate it. It's a fire mixtape. Hell yeah, this shit is fire. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> yeah. Hit me up on my Instagram. Follow me. Give us some feedback. Uh, or talk shit. Whatever. <laughs> um, that's it. Thanks for listening, guys. Later. <laughs> <laughs>